Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 543 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. I just got one question for you today, guys. Does anybody know what day it is? It's hump day, baby. It's Dickie V Wednesday, baby. I know you're ready for the March Madness Sweet 16, but we got CBI NIT in the basketball classic, baby. What is going on? Dickie V is right. Uh, don't fear. Don't be sad that we got to wait another day. For March Madness Sweet 16 because we are hot in the arena of CBI, NIT, and the Basketball Classic. What is up, guys? A huge Wednesday here in the arena. We continue to eke out a profit here to start our week. Uh, remember going back to Monday, we were 6-3 and three plus 0.84 units. And then a great night last night, even though the Flames uh, blew it for us in the NHL. But 7-3 and three plus 2.41 units. Really paced by a fantastic night, as Dickie V mentioned, in these non-March Madness tournaments. And again, I think when it comes to March Madness, everyone wants to get excited for uh, the big dance, the tournament. And then you know, there's almost like a bias when it comes to, like, am I going to bet this little NIT CBI? Uh, you know, there's a CIT. They don't do that this year, but now the Basketball Classic. Again, there's a stigma like, hey, I'll save my money, wait for the big dance. But don't. There's value here to be made. And we had a great night last night. Two huge blueprint plays. I tell you what, guys, the first thing I learned when I got my first job in the industry, my first break, uh, I signed up when I was uh, 22 years old for a customer service representative at Sports Insights. And Sports Insights was a company founded on the North Shore of Boston, uh, really where I learned betting. Uh, and I went in there as a uh, rookie, uh, novice, you know, average Joe, square, all the terms you want to call it. And I, I slowly learned about my first ever system, again, being contrarian, 
but reverse line movement. When the betting line moves in the opposite direction of the betting percentage, it's one of the easiest giveaways that smart money is coming in. So hear me say it all the time. It's a blueprint play, but you got all the betting on team A, but yet the line goes to team B. Something's fishy. Something's going on. We want to be on that fishy side. So first off, the Bonnies getting it done, beating Virginia outright 52 to 51. I uh, mentioned that under fell 126 to 123 and a half. That thing sailed under. I didn't play it, but I did play the Bonnies and they came through bigly for the team. Why do we like the Bonnies? You know, had almost 80% of bets on Virginia. Yeah, Virginia open laying three and a half got down to two and a half. So why do I call it a blueprint play? Because this is kind of one of the most, the easiest, best betting system. It's not going to win every time. Uh, but we play it in terms of a long-term system. Public all over Virginia, they opened three and a half. Why didn't, get, why didn't they get up to minus four, minus five? They fell down toward the Bonnies, told us big money was coming in on the Bonnies, and Bonnies get it done, winning outright, covering the three or the two and a half. And then Vandy, Vandy got it done. Got the plus two and a half. Maybe you got a better number than that. They lose by two. We needed a huge turnover there when they inbounded the ball uh, for Xavier. And uh, Scotty Pippen Jr., who we knew was going to have a good game, he also had a triple-double, uh, but he missed the three there to win at the end. But lose by two. Fine by us. They covered the two and a half. Same blueprint play. Everybody all over Xavier, yet the line fell four down to two and a half. Told us smart money was on Vandy. Vandy comes through. Uh, Middle Tennessee State buying low to the over. Got that one. Open 141, 141 and a half. All the way, got all the way down to 138 and a half, 138. Things sales way over, so we get that one. Uh, did lose on UTEP, which was, you know, again, uh, you, if you go three and one, I'm fine with that. Uh, but three and one, you love to see it. And really, guys, Sharp reverse line moves coming through on both Vandy and the Bonnies. You'll love to see it. NHL 3-2, and two, we got Winnipeg, we got Pittsburgh, and we got Detroit, which was nice. Washington lost, and really Calgary. That kept us from a 4-1 night. They had a 3-1 lead in the third period and blew it there to the Sharks. Uh, and then 1-0 in the NBA. NBA is very erratic. It's Jekyll and Hyde. It's giveth and taketh away. But we got our Denver over. So I love it when we kind of uh, fearless but disciplined limit our plays Try to select, again, uh, the best plays on the board for us. And, again, we got there with the Denver over. So, overall, guys, 7-3 plus 2.41 units. We're up over uh, almost 3.5 units on the week. So, we're going to continue to grind, continue to do what we do on a big Wednesday. So, a lot to get to today. Uh, I got four games in college basketball that caught my eye. Again, we're going to get back into the NIT, CBI, and Basketball Classic. By the way, guys, um, it's funny. I felt like total crap. Uh, my first couple days coming back from Vegas, I actually feel better today, but oddly enough, my voice sounds really weird. So I actually, when I do my pod, I use this, you know, program called audacity. I got my microphone. I, I got my earpiece in. I know I sound weird. I'm like, who's talking right now? So if it sounds weird, don't worry. I actually feel better. My, my first two days back were rough. Uh, my throat's feeling better. I, I hope it's not COVID. God forbid. I think it's just, uh, the drinking and, uh, probably the bad eating Philly cheesesteaks and burgers and all that. Uh, but getting back to home cooked meals and hanging out with Meadow, the pup, uh, and of course the fiance Elise, I'm getting better, even though I may sound weird. So hopefully, uh, it's not, uh, it doesn't sound, you know, sketchy on your end, but again, I think I'm okay. But anyway, guys, we got four college basketball games today, four bets I want to hit on. I got three in the NBA. I got three in the NHL. There's actually a huge trade that just went down Tyree kill to the Miami dolphins, going up a first rounder, second rounder, and a couple other picks. So, uh, Bel Belichick, just sit back and do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Let's just let every single team in the AFC get better and better and better. And let's just re-sign all of our like 40 year old players uh, and just live in the past. It's a great call, Belichick. Uh, again, when you have Mac Jones on a rookie deal, let's not take advantage of that rookie deal. Let's just do nothing. Uh, let's, let's just re-sign all of our older players and watch everyone get better. So you can tell as a Pats fan, I'm not happy with everything that's going on, but I don't remember an off season like this in the NFL uh, with so many huge trades and huge moves. So again, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't 
heard just happened. Tyree kill to the dolphins. Uh, I wanted to mention too an MLB win total. Um, so I'll, I'll do this before you do the housekeeping, but baseball is right around the corner guys. So I'm starting to really, you know, dive into my MLB betting. Um, you know, if you haven't heard me say it yet, I don't bet spring training. You know, there is one system. There's only one. And if you're going to play, it's the only one I would play. Uh, it's on the, the spread, which would be the, um, uh, the run line here, the dog plus one and a half in the spring training. When you are a team that missed the playoffs last year, playing a team that made the playoffs. So the other thing in spring training is sometimes they're ties. So if you get the one and a half and you, uh, you tie or lose by one, you win your bet there. So it's important to note, but the teams that, you know, sucked last year, uh, it means more to them in spring training to get off to a better start. The teams that did well, they don't really care. They're playing the long game. So again, that's the only system that I, I would consider playing, but in all honesty, guys, I'm not betting any spring training. Uh, we will absolutely hit the ground running when it comes to opening day. I believe it's only like 14 days away. Thank God we got baseball back in our lives. Um, but I want to start getting our portfolio down for, um, and I kind of want to just like each day, maybe add a new bet. So, um, I have one win total. I want to share with you today. I bet it yesterday. We'll continue to add some win totals. We'll get some division bets as well. Maybe take a couple flyers on, uh, you know, to win the AL or NL or world series. But before we do the housekeeping, I'll give you my first win total bet. Seattle Mariners over 85 and a half wins. Now, why did I pick the Seattle Mariners over 85 and a half wins? Number one, um, it's a team last year that I was pretty impressed with. So this is a team that, you know, they play a lot of late games. If you're on the East Coast like me, you know, you got to stay up late. They all start at 10 o'clock. But I just thought this was a team that was super scrappy, was really, really uh, beneficial uh, to betters last year in terms of, like, always being contrarian, getting a lot of plus money. They hit a lot of unders at home at Safeco. But Seattle went 90-72 and 72 last year. So their win total this year is 85 and a half. So just from the fact of, hey, I, I watched this team all last year. They made me a lot of money. I like what they're doing in terms of a young squad. Uh, their win total is 85 and a half. They win 90 last year. Sounds like value to me. Now, I worry it's a little fishy. Like, why isn't it higher? But kind of bear with me, guys. So number one, they went 90 and 72 last year. Win total is 85 and a half. I'm taking the over. Now, also, when I think you're betting win totals, uh, you got to look at what they did in the offseason. And I love the offseason that the Mariners have had. Uh, I don't know if they signed or traded uh, for Adam Frazier. So Adam Frazier, little guy, leadoff hitter. Uh, remember he was on the, um, the Pittsburgh Pirates for a while. He got traded at the deadline last year to the Padres, but he's a guy who hits 300, you know, not a ton in terms of homers and RBIs, but hits 300 good leadoff hitter. They add Adam Frazier. Then they make a huge trade, Jesse Winker, uh, and also Eugenio Suarez or Eugenio Suarez. So Suarez is a 30 home run guy. This was a trade that, uh, was made between the uh, Cincinnati Reds and the, um, and the Mariners. So you bring in Winker, Lefty hitter. Uh, and one thing I do, guys, if you want to like project some of these lineups, RotoChamp. RotoChamp's a really good site. Just go to RotoChamp.com. It'll give you the projected lineup, bullpen, rotation, all that kind of stuff. So let's just go through the lineup real quick. Adam Frazier hitting leadoff. Mitch Hanniger, who had a great year last year, hitting second. Winker hitting third. Ty France, another big, big bopper there, hitting fourth. Jared Kalenic, top, uh, former, uh, I think it was a number one pick or top pick uh, in the outfield, hitting fifth. Suarez hitting sixth. J.P. Crawford. Good shortstop, hitting seventh. Tom Murphy, your catcher, eighth. And Abraham Toro, who they got in a trade, I believe, with the Astros hitting ninth. So I like your lineup. You added and got better since last year. And then also, go to the rotation, guys. You still have Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen. Flexen was great last year. Josh Towers really turned me on to him early in the year. Uh, Gilbert was an early pick. Matt Brash, I don't know who that is. He's supposed to be your fifth starter. But your top starter here, Robbie Ray. They signed Robbie Ray, a big five-year, $115 million deal to be your number one here. So he was the, I think he won the Scion last year. Either he won it or, you know, he was at the top of the list there. Uh, but Robbie Ray added to that rotation. You play in a ballpark that really benefits you. And you also get the bullpen. 
uh, pretty good bullpen here. You're probably not going to, you know, um, kind of not going to, like these names aren't going to jump out to you, but Paul Seawald, Drew uh, Steckenrider, Diego Castillo, I like their bullpen as well. And here's the other angle. Look at their division. I think their division pretty much all got worse. Um, the Oakland A's, who were 86 and 76 last year, they have completely sold off all their players. This is, you know, Billy Bean, you know, doing, I think he's not even the GM anymore, but um, small market Oakland selling off every few years and, and re, um, you know, kind of getting prospects for your major league players. Oakland gets rid of a bunch of their guys. So they're in sell mode. Now the Rangers would probably, probably be better. They got Simeon. Um, they got uh, as well as shortstop Seager from the, um, uh, from the Dodgers, but I don't think they have any pitching and I'm not a big, you know, maybe they'll uh, have a couple overs for us throughout the year with that lineup and that ballpark. But I don't think Texas is much of a threat. The angels kind of tease you every single year, but they were a below 500 team last year in Houston, who I think will still be good, but they did lose Carlos Correa. So Houston takes a step back. So to me, guys, when you have a great offseason, you add Frazier, uh, you add Suarez, you add Jesse Winker, you sign Robbie Ray, and you were kind of a young scrappy team last year that uh, had a torrid end to the season, almost made the playoffs. I like the ro the movement that they made in the offseason. I like the direction that they're going in, and I think their division here is a little bit down. So give me my first win total bet of the year, Seattle Mariners over 85.5 wins. Uh, so that being said, guys, let's do our quick housekeeping. And I just want to wet your whistle, give you a little baseball, start thinking about win totals. Uh, and I, I would mention too, when I was at the Superbook in Vegas, I screenshotted, um, one of the betting sheets that had the MLB win totals. And it was like the most engaged tweet that I've had in a long time. Like everybody was saying, uh, over this, under that, over this, uh, like it, it caused a lot of excitement. So I know the demand is out there, uh, for major league baseball and I can't wait, can't wait for it to be back. Uh, and I do have my first fantasy draft. I'm in a league. Uh, it's only hundred bucks, hundred dollar league. It's on Yahoo. It's with all my buddies, uh, but they're, they're bragging rights. It's not about the money. It's the bragging rights. So I got my draft on Sunday night, which I cannot wait for. So a uh, ton to get to today, guys, as I mentioned, four college basketball games or four college basketball bets, three in the NBA, three in the NHL. Uh, and then we're going to continue to grind, see if we can make it three straight days uh, in the green here. But uh, real quick, as always housekeeping, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. All you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. You put in your email and then every single day, wake up to betting content, betting information, helpful links, run out of all the shows at VEASAN that day. Uh, right now we have a lot on the uh, Dell match play, uh, WGC Dell match play. So, you know me, I'm not a golf guy, but Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds are, they do a great job. Maddie Eumann. So let off the newsletter with some golf talk. If you want to uh, get some golf best bets, the newsletter is a good place to start. Run out of all the shows that day. You also get all of our bet splits from NBA uh, or for NBA, NHL, and college hoops from DraftKings. So look for low bets, higher dollars. Get promos for legal sports books. Bet MGM. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Still a ton of basketball coverage from March Madness. Greg Hoops Peterson, uh, Adam Burke's blurbs. Uh, you also get my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. And then great offers as well as our city casts, how to guide betting education. Again, it costs you nothing. It's zero dollars. And you'll get so much out of it, waking up to betting information, content, line moves, all that kind of stuff to get your brain thinking about betting that day. So sign up, vsun.com slash newsletter. Now, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, guys, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. You've heard me say it for going on a month right now, uh, but still a good value play here. Our VEASAN all-access membership, only $19, covers you now until they cut down the nets, uh, which would be uh, about two weeks from now, a little less than two weeks, April 5th. Um, you can give it a shot here. You will get every points of weekly magazine, all of our best bet emails throughout the day, best bet picks from guests and hosts. You'll get our tournament betting guide, our MLB betting guide, 
You also get everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, live stream of all the shows, low bets, higher dollars, bet splits, uh, power ratings, everything you need here to help you make a smart bet. Again, we'll never guarantee a winner. There's no such thing as a locker or a guarantee. Uh, sports betting is difficult. We all know that. We got to overcome the really sharp lines that the odds makers set. We got to overcome the juice. We got to overcome luck and randomness. We got to be uh, be wary of bad beats. Um, but at Veasan, we're going to give you all the data, information, and advice from respected betters, so that you feel like you're making the, the smartest bet that you can. Uh, that is our promise to you. That is our guarantee. Um, so again, if you want to give it a shot, Veasan.com/slash/subscribe. Put in your email. Do the 10-day free trial. You can get the all-access promo. Uh, you can go monthly, save money, get the yearly. Uh, but I think you're going to enjoy it because uh, it doesn't cost a ton. Uh, it's a burger and a beer here, guys, but it's going to be worth it in terms of getting you great sports betting content every single day. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where you stay plugged into a real-time market. Twitter is where right now with NFL offseason just blowing up every single day. Uh, but we need Twitter because we want to be the first to know, not the last to know, about breaking news, breaking information. We want to be uh, proactive, not reactive. Uh, jump on some lines that haven't been adjusted based on some breaking news, some injuries. So you can follow local beat reporters. You can create a gambling community. You can direct message people. Make sure you get on Twitter and follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. Uh, and you can always uh, shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Any questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you out or uh, you know, refer you to a good sports book, uh, get you a live odds page access, whatever you need, you let me know, uh, and I'll guide you in the right direction the best that I can. So, as we get to a Wednesday, baby, a hump day, baby, a type of dandy day, baby, in the NIT, the CBI, the basketball classic, baby! Uh, Dickie is right, a big day, um, and we're off to a good start. Again, 7-3 plus 2.41 units last night. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. I want to start with college hoops, because we had a great college hoops last night. Uh, with the MTSU over with Vandy and with the Bonnies. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. So my first play uh, is the NC Wilmington and Middle Tennessee State by low over opportunity. So this reminds me a ton of the MTSU over from yesterday. Remember that total was like 141, got down to 138. We bought low, took the over, we hit the over. Similar sort of thing here. So this is the CBI championship game. I don't love that it's, you know, technically tired legs here. Uh, typically that benefits an under. I get why this total fell. But I think there's value now to buy low and go over. Uh, so it's a 5 o'clock game. It's a little bit early, so don't expect a 7 o'clock game. And, you know, hopefully the over's already hit. But, again, so the early game today. Uh, but the total open at 138.5. It's down to 136. So 2.5 points uh, to the under. So you always got to admit, under money hit this under. But now if you're betting under 136, almost like yesterday with the Middle Tennessee State, if you bet the under 138, you're getting the worst of it. So again, you're getting the worst of this number. If you're betting the under 136 to me, it now creates a buy low over opportunity. So what I like about this over, now that you're buying low at over 136, it's a pretty good Ken Palm edge. Ken Palm has a 141 final score in this game. Greg Hoops has a 143 and a half. So we're getting, you know, what did I say? Five points of value here, uh, seven and a half points of value. Uh, Middle Tennessee State is nine and five on the road to the over. Um, and one thing I did look at and really did a little bit of, of uh, research on is like how are totals doing in these small conference or small tournament games, NIT, CBI, Basketball Classic. Uh, well, guess what? In the CBI, the over is nine and five. So, you know, you think about it, it makes sense to me. Like you're really not playing that much defense. The stakes aren't that high. Yes, it's postseason play, but um, I just feel like the defensive effort kind of goes down and you're maybe more wide open, more scoring, not like an all-star game. But it's not like the NCAA tournament where every possession is do or die. So I think that kind of bodes well for some overs. Maybe that's why the CBI overs are 9-5. and five. But I'm going to do the same thing with Middle Tennessee State by low over last night. 
I'm going to do the same thing tonight. So give me my first play of the night, MTSU, buy low over 136. Again, Ken Palm 141, Greg Hoops 143.5, and we do have CBI overs 9-5 and five to start the year or to start the tournament. Uh, I guess it's almost over. Uh, but next play for me, Wake Forest and Texas A&M. I'm going to do the same thing here. I'm going to go Wake Forest, Texas A&M, over 145. Uh, you may get a 145.5 right now. Uh, but this is a Bible play for me. Not as big of a discrepancy. The total open at 147, 147 and a half. Again, now down to 145, 145 and a half. But I'm going to buy low, take the over. Um, I mentioned how a minute ago those CBI overs are 9 and 5. Well, guess what? NIT overs are 15 and 11. This is kind of a, a recurring theme here in these non-March Madness games. Um, you get a lot of offense. So uh, you have a 15 and 11 to the over in the NIT. We're buying low on a dip, 147 down to 145, 145 and a half. Ken Palm's got a 149. Greg Hoops has a 148 and a half. So we're getting about four points of value here in terms of a buy low spot. And my play really is, you know, two things. Number one, both these teams are over teams. Wake Forest is 20 and 14 to the over this year. Texas A&M is 23 and 13 to the over. You also look at Wake. They're one of the quickest tempo teams in college basketball. Uh, they're not quite at the Gonzaga level, but their tempo is 70.5. Uh, 70.5 adjusted tempo. They're averaging almost 80 points a game. Uh, so you also have kind of a low spread here. Texas A&M laying two and a half. So low spread, short spread, maybe some back and forth. Maybe we get overtime. Uh, I, I like an over much more on a low spread than I do on a high spread here. Uh, so fast paced tempo, wake, scoring 80 a game. Texas A&M, by the way, averaging 73 a game. Overs 15, 11 in the NIT. I'm going to buy low and take another over. Wake Forest, Texas A&M over 145 or 145 and a half. Try to find a 145 if you can. Uh, next play for me. You know I got to give you a gross, disgusting uh, hazmat reverse line move blueprint play, which is almost exactly like Vandy and the St. Bonnie's yesterday. You know it, Washington State. Let's go Wazoo. Give me Wazoo plus two and a half. Uh, so Wazoo is at BYU. Uh, this is a true home game for BYU. This is the NIT quarterfinals. But again, almost the exact same thing as last night with the Bonnie's and with Vandy. This game opened BYU uh, laying three and a half points. The line is now down to two and a half. Some shops are even down to two. Now, if you're at a book with a two, I'd wait it out. I think you might get back up to two and a half. The hook could be critical here. Hopefully it doesn't matter. You know, they lose by one or, or win the damn game. But lose by two, you want to um, win your bet instead of push. But right off the bat, everybody's betting BYU, but yet the line is falling. So again, classic reverse line move. You have almost three out of four bets on BYU at home, yet they fell three and a half down to two or two and a half. Again, try to get the two and a half. Uh, but I'm really going to bank on um, Washington State's defense. So Washington State is only giving up 64 points a game. In the NIT, they're only giving up 56. Uh, if you look at their adjusted defense from Ken Palm, 93.5. That's top 25 in the nation here. Now, it's not a huge edge. Ken Palm has BYU winning by four. Greg Hoops has BYU winning by two. So again, to Greg Hoops' benefit, or to his credit, this game opened three and a half. Greg put out a two last night at like midnight on his spreadsheet on Twitter. Where's the line now? It's at two. So move right to Greg's number. So again, if you want to gauge people's uh, spreadsheets and projections, does the line go to their projection? If it does, tells you that they got a pretty good uh, spreadsheet there. So good job by Greg. He pretty much nailed this number. Uh, but I'm going to take the plus two and a half with Washington State. Again, shop around. It's either two, two and a half. But if you're at a two, wait it out. I think this thing may get back up to two and a half. A lot, some of the books at least are minus two, minus 115. Uh, so try to get a two and a half with Washington State. Now, last play for me, I told you a second ago, I only like overs with low spreads. I'm going to do something uh, that I don't love doing, but I'm going to take the over in the Fresno State-Youngstown State game. Give me the over 
132 and a half. Now, this is a spread of 13. So Fresno State's favored in this one pretty big. But this is your basketball classic quarterfinal. And remember I told you I did some research on uh, some of these non-March Madness um, you know, totals. Now, a minute ago I told you in the CBI the over is 9 and 5. In the NIT the over is 15 and 11. Well, guess what? The over in the basketball classic is 6 and 1. For those in the back, 6 and 1. A lot of points are getting scored. So I'm going to play this over. Um, it's not a buy low play. It's a blueprint sharp steam to the over. Uh, this Youngstown State, Fresno State, in your basketball classic quarterfinal, it opened at 130. It's been up to 132 and a half. So this was like some just legit over money that came in. It's also a 10 o'clock game, maybe getting a little bit overlooked. Ken Palm has a 133. So you're kind of small, small edge there. Um, and also uh, Youngstown State, their adjusted defense is one of the worst in the country. They're bottom 50 in terms of adjusted defense. And they're still averaging about 72 points a game. So I think with Fresno, obviously they're a really slow team. Um, and they're only averaging 65 points a game. But I think they score even more playing a Youngstown State team that has a terrible uh, terrible defense here. So give me the over. Again, 6-1 and one to the over in the basketball classic. Uh, regular just steam to the over. Youngstown State plays bad defense. And I believe Fresno, if you look at their last game, I want to say they scored like 85 points. Let me pull this up. Uh, yeah, they, won, they scored 83, 83-74. Uh, so hopefully we get a little bit more of that scoring in this one. So give me the Fresno over. 132 and a half. So for those playing at home, our four bets here, can we get three of them? Wake over 145 or 145 and a half. MTSU over 136. Washington State, shop around, try to get the plus two and a half. And Fresno over 132 and a half. And again, if we can get three of those, that would be great. Uh, Going to take a very, very short break, guys. When we get back, I got to check Twitter, see if any other uh, big trades came down. Can't believe Tyree Kill now a Miami Dolphin. Uh, and maybe we'll uh, you know, see if any other um, you know, NBA injuries are breaking, but I got three bets in the NBA and I'll tell you where I'm going to go in the NBA. In terms of spread totals, I'm really leaning on one in, in, in favor of the other. And I have three of them tonight. So we'll talk uh, NBA and then I got three in the NHL. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on a Wednesday, baby, a hump day, baby with our buddy Dickie V. Hope he's feeling better, baby. Don't go anywhere, guys. Finishing up strong with NBA and NHL on a big Wednesday episode 543 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you start your week off right with, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? 
Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Starting our week off on the right foot. Monday, 6-3, and three, plus 0.84 units. Yesterday... On the heels of Vandy and the Bonnies coming up bigly in blueprint reverse line move plays seven and three plus two point four one units. Uh, of course, we did mention a little bit, bit, little bit of baseball got me excited. Uh, I bet the Seattle over eighty five and a half wins. Explained why uh, in the first part of the pod. But now we got more sweats to get down on. So let's go to the NBA. So NBA, I, I told you guys before the break, like you know, there, there are kind of two ways that I approach, or kind of becoming just one way that I approach the NBA. But NBA to me is pretty erratic. Um, and I'm really leaning on totals. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm probably going to bet majority of totals, you know, the rest of the way. It's just kind of tough in terms of spreads and, you know, injuries and things moving the numbers. And even when you feel like you get a great number, like uh, with Miami the other night, you know, you money line them when they're one and a half, they close at eight and then they lose. Um, I just feel like I have more confidence and better results when it comes to totals. And by the way, specifically overs. I'm uh, mentioning this, you know, for a while here, but since February 1st, Overs are 54% in the NBA. You may not think like that's a big deal, but it is a big deal. Uh, because, again, 52.38% is our break-even point, assuming standard minus 110 juice. So 54%, that's pretty damn good. Um, so, with that being said, let's hit some overs. What do you think? Uh, first play on the board for me. I'm going to go Hawks-Pistons over 220. I'm trying to find the number right now. 226.5. Uh, so, I'd like to go with this one. 
is right off the bat, you had some oversteam come in. So the Hawks Pistons total opened 224 and a half. It's been bet up to 226 and a half. I believe it even hit, I want to say 227, 227 and a half earlier today. I'm wondering if because it dipped a little bit, is there an injury? Please tell me, you know, Trey, uh, Trey Young is in the lineup. Uh, this is another reason why I can't stand betting the NBA. It's like the, that's the one league where literally you don't know if these guys are going to play or not. But anyway, I'm not going to go off on you uh, right now. Anyway, I'm going to stick with this over. I hope that this total, because again, a minute ago it was 228, now it's 226 and a half, but it's still open 224 and a half. So uh, I got down on the over 226 and a half. We have some over steam. We got some system matches here. Again, over is 54% since February 1st. Uh, when a line gets steamed, uh, two points, two and a half points or more, the over is 55%. If the total is 220 or more and it gets steamed by uh, three points or more. Uh, so it was a minute ago matching technically not anymore, but 58% to the over. You also have um, at least one good over ref in this game in particular, Eric Lewis, 55% to the over. Uh, I also like the fact that, you know, in terms of pace, Detroit number 13, but really it's offensive uh, efficiency for Atlanta, number two in the NBA. And both these teams are really bad defensively. Uh, so if we want to play an over, you need teams that don't play defense. Detroit is number 24 defensive efficiency. Atlanta is number 26 defensive efficiency. Uh, both teams are over teams on the year. Atlanta 38 and 34. Detroit 36, 34 and two. And the way they've trended recently, Detroit four and two to the over their last six, five and two to the over the last seven head to head between these teams and Detroit three and zero to the over their last three. They also have kind of a relatively short spread four and a half right now. Uh, so again, maybe get some back and forth here, but I'm on the over. I'm going to have to investigate. I hope uh, Trey Young isn't out. But give me the over 226.5 for Atlanta. Pretty good steam there despite a little bit of buyback. Uh, next play for me. I'm going to hold my nose and go over Suns Timberwolves over 238. Uh, or I'm seeing some 238.5s right now. Try to find a 238. I know it's a high total, but I got a lot, of, a lot of system matches on this over. We have our big steam system. 220 or more. Rises um, 2.5 points or more. 58%. Uh, or was it three points or more? It's either 58% to that steam one over. Uh, but Minnesota, number one in terms of pace. Phoenix, number eight in terms of pace. So both top 10 in terms of pace. Uh, very short spread, only one. It's Suns minus one in this game. Uh, offensively, Phoenix is number three. Minnesota is number 10. So we got great offense, fast pace. And you look at the last time these teams played, January 28th, it was a 134-124 game. They scored 258. Both teams have been over teams on the year. Phoenix 38 and 34 to the over. We know Minnesota's, I believe, got to be the best over team in the NBA, 43 and 30. And they're both rested. So I kind of like that. Uh, maybe they're ready to go, a little bit more energy than usual. But Phoenix hasn't played since the 20th. Minnesota played the 21st. And recently, Phoenix 5 and 1 to the over their last six, 7 and 2 to the over their last nine on the road. So we got good fast pace, good offense. And good trends to the over. And by the way, the total rose. It opened 236. Now it's up to 238 or 238 and a half. Give me the over 238. Again, you may only find a 238 and a half, but I'm going to go over in this one. Let's get at least 60 points every single quarter. Last play for me. It's a rite of passage. Lakers overs because they play zero defense. We hit one, uh, was it Monday? Uh, but give me the Sixers, Lakers over 230 or 230 and a half now. Total open 227 and a half. Been bet up to 230 and a half. Uh, system match wise, this would be a non-conference over 54% this year. Uh, so lack of familiarity benefits scoring. And we have some over refs in this one, which is nice. Uh, in turn, in particular, Brent Barnacki and Sean Wright, both between 52 and 55% to the over. Uh, we also have Ray Acosta, another good over ref. He's about 53% to the over. So actually all three are good over refs. 
Uh, Lakers are number six in terms of pace. Even though they're old, they still get up and down the court pretty quick. They just don't play defense, which is good for our over. And they're number 18 in defensive efficiency. So one of the uh, you know bottom half bad defensive teams this year. You also have Harden and Embiid expected to play in this game. Remember, they missed the last game. Didn't matter. We still lost our closing line value in Miami, but they should be in and good to go. And by the way, Lakers, 41 and 31 to the over, 20 and 17 to the over at home. Lakers are 6 and 2 to the over their last eight. Philly is 6 and 1 to the over their last seven on the road. So we got some uh, bad Laker defense. We have the Sixers, who have been really great offensive efficiency since they brought in Harden. And we got some over steam. So give me the Lakers over. 230 and a half. So my plays in the NBA, Atlanta over 226 and a half, Minnesota over 238 or 238 and a half, Sixers over 230 or 230 and a half. Can we get two out of three of those? That's the goal. Now let's go over to the NHL. So uh, I can't believe the Flames blew it for us last night. We're in a, a pretty good spot to go four and one there, uh, three and two in general or overall. But I got three bets. Uh, and I had someone reach out to me on Twitter and they were like, Josh, why don't you parlay? these big favorites. So they're asking specifically about Pittsburgh. They're like minus 320 and Calgary, who's like minus 300. So number one, guys, I'm not a parlay guy. I'm just not. Um, I get that there can maybe be value out there. Uh, Moneyline parlaying some big favorites. I totally understand it. Uh, I've also had people say like, hey, bet these teams to win in regulation. You get a better number there. But then what happens if you win in overtime or a shootout and you lose your bet? So number one, I just don't bet parlays because number one, they're handout to the books. Uh, the books make a killing off parlays. You don't need me to uh, go over this. I have a full chapter in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting on it. But the whole percentage for parlays is like 30% for the house. Regular bets, it's about 5%. So it's the penny slot of betting. Books make a killing off them. But here's another example. So Pittsburgh won last night at a big minus 320. Uh, Calgary lost at a big minus 300. So if you had parlayed Calgary and Pittsburgh, you lose your bet. You lose one unit. Here's the thing. Uh, we lost the unit on Calgary, but by betting them individually, we won with Pittsburgh. So instead of losing one unit by parlaying them, you only lost like 0.65 units. So I know it's not like a big deal. It may not sound like a big deal, but it goes to show you um, by not parlaying, we limited our losses. So again, you could say, yeah, Josh, but if you uh, parlayed the two in Calgary one, you would have made more money. That is true. But I always look at it from the perspective of limit my losses maximize my rewards. So that's why I don't parlay these big favorites. That's why I don't bet regulation. And again, if you've been grinding us hockey all year long, I think you kind of see why again, not betting regulation when you win in overtime and not parlaying, because again, uh, if you go one and one, you, you, you lose less than you would have if you go one and one in a parlay and you lose the full unit. So I just wanted to address that. But again, this is just my preference. You guys can do whatever you feel uh, confident or, or um, you know, you feel is the right thing to do, but that's just me. I'm a flat better. I'm a flat better guys. Um, so with that being said, three bets tonight, and they are some big numbers here. So first one on the board, uh, I'm going to go Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs minus 300. Uh, so this is a big number again, but this is bet trust, not bet to win. It's flat betting. It's one unit trying to get a third of a unit back. Uh, number one, this would be uh, really my biggest angle here is a rest first tired matchup. Toronto has not played since the 19th. They've been off for, uh, what, three, four days now at this point. They are rested and ready to go. I also like that Toronto is coming off kind of a bad loss. So they've had to stew on that for, uh, you know, three or four days. They lost 6-3 to three to Nashville. Uh, on the flip side, Devils are on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. And Devils are also playing, I believe, their, I think it's like their, what was it, their third game in, in five days, something like that. So you have a really rested Toronto team. You have a tired Devils team. Second leg of a back-to-back -back in, I think, third in five days. Uh, not a huge line move here. You know, some of these books were, 
<coughs> excuse me, guys, like minus 320. I think it's down to like minus 300 pretty much across the board. I know it's Peter Morazic in goal. It's going to be Gillies, though, the backup there for the Devils. But a huge rest versus tired angle. And my system matches would be uh, a team on or, or a favorite playing a team on a back-to-back. 139 and 57, 71%, 10.4% ROI. Uh, I have another system, a rest versus tired system, where um, you're a tired team, a back-to-back, or I think it's your third in five days versus a team that's had at least two days off. 116 and 42, 73%, 14.3% uh, ROI. You also have Toronto, 38 and 19 as a favorite, 22 and 7 at home. The Devils, 13 and 31 as a dog, 8 and 21 on the road. And these teams have played a couple games this year. Toronto's outscored them 13 to 5. So uh, this is really the number one thing is rest versus tired. Tough turnaround for the Devils. Toronto's rested and ready to go. So give me Toronto minus 300 on the money line. Next play for me, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Now, this isn't a perfect play. Uh, Pittsburgh is on the second leg of a back-to-back. They played last night. Uh, They're going to get Casey DeSmith in goal. And technically, Buffalo is rested. They last played the 20th. But the Lions going to Pittsburgh here. They open around minus 210. Uh, they're up to around minus 225, minus 220. Um, I also put in uh, the fact that, hey, you know, Pittsburgh bought at the deadline, bringing in Richard Raquel. Uh, so I'm still going to play Pittsburgh here. I do have some good system matches I want to play. Favorite off a win, 66%, 3.6% ROI. Sweet spot, big favorite, minus 200 to minus 250, 120 and 50, 71% this year. Big road favorites, minus 200 or more, 69 and 23, 75% this year, 6% ROI. You also have Pittsburgh, 30 and 15 as a favorite, 21 and 7 on the road. Buffalo, only 20 and 39 as a dog, 11 and 16 at home. And really, Pittsburgh checks off both boxes, offense and defense. They're averaging 3.3 goals a game, only giving up 2.6. And Pittsburgh, or sorry, and Buffalo, giving up, um, or uh, sorry here, Pittsburgh's defense only giving up 2.6 a game versus Buffalo giving up 3.5 goals a game. So, not a perfect play. Technically, Pittsburgh's second leg of a back to back. But I think they still get it done with their uh, backup in net and adding Richard Raquel. I like that kind of juice that it gave Pittsburgh here. So give me Pittsburgh on the money line, uh, minus 220. Then last play of the night, Colorado Avs. One of my favorite teams to sweat late night when you're on the East Coast. Give me the Avs tonight. They open around minus 240. They've been steamed up to around minus 255. I got a minus 255. Uh, System match-wise, number one, home favorite with a line move. 242 and 108, 69%, 6% ROI. Home fave 200 or more off a win, 78% this year. Our banger match, home fave off a win, opponent off a loss, 70% this year. All matching with Colorado. It's also a tired spot for Vancouver. They're playing their third game in five days. They've lost their last three. Colorado has won their last four, and Colorado has made some moves at the deadline, uh, including Manson, who's a pretty good um, uh, defenseman that they added. Uh, Colorado's 44-16 and 16 as a favorite, 25-3 and three at home. How many times have we bet Colorado at home? Have them come through for us. Hopefully another uh, another come through opportunity tonight. Vancouver only 16 and 24 is a dog. And again, guys, when you bet Colorado, you're banking on their offense. They're averaging almost four goals a game, only 2.9 for Vancouver. So as always, guys, bet Tristan not bet to win. We're risking one unit. We're flat betting. I'm not. I don't parlay these plays. Give me Toronto minus 300, Pittsburgh minus 220, and Colorado minus 255. Let's try to get all three. I think we need all three to turn a profit there. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Grinding in the arena. Uh, it's been a great start to the week. Seven and three plus 2.41 units yesterday. Uh, but a reminder, if you enjoyed the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if it's become a part of your you know handicapping routine, uh, maybe you listen to it on the um, you know the Alexa. Alexa, play uh, 
play the Market Insights podcast. I've actually, I got to try that because uh, we actually have a Google Home. I, I don't know if that will work there, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, but maybe it's just, you know, you don't, you don't bet every play we talk about. I never expect anyone to. The whole point of the pod is to uh, sit around the virtual bar, pull up a chair, talk about games, talk about line moves, and try to isolate sharp contrarian plays like Vandy, like, like the Bonnies yesterday. Um, so again, if you enjoy the pod, maybe you were a parlay person and now you don't parlay as much. Uh, maybe you're a flat better now. Maybe you've defined your bankroll. Maybe you're betting more based on uh, data and numbers versus gut instinct and bias. You're taking a contrarian angle, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, if you enjoy the pod, it's helped you cash some bets. Or if you just, uh, you want to make my day, you want to make me happy. You want to let me know you, you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding the sharp contrarian philosophy every single day. Uh, there's one thing I ask of you buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. I have a full chapter on how to bet Major League Baseball, so if you want to uh, get ready, get yourself acclimated, pick one up, and next time I see you at the book, I'll sign it, and I'll buy you, I'll buy you a drink. Um, so, again, guys, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Uh, if you've already bought it, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun in Connecticut in the virtual matrix in New York, breaking handle records every single day. Or of course out in the desert where I just got back from, I miss it already. Uh, but if you can tell by the sound of my voice, I have to recover from my, uh, my epic trip out there. Uh, whether I bump into you at Circa with Stormy and the crew at stadium swim, sweating sharp contrarian plays in the pool or getting a victory burger, hanging by the mega bar. Or of course at the South point where the VEASAN studios are located Sweating sharp contrarian plays, getting the lowest juice possible, where Billy Walter sends his number runners at the Mandalay Bay, uh, where I had a great time, where I, I discovered that uh, public loves betting, the first to 15 in college basketball, uh, or, of course, the Superbook, uh, where Jay Cornegay showed us a great time and where a lot of our MLB win totals uh, kind of got the ball rolling with that. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a Denver Nuggets over from last night a Detroit Red Wings money line, a Pittsburgh money line, a Winnipeg money line, an MTSU over. But really what you're going to show me, guys, Vandy. Vandy, Scotty Pippen Jr. getting it done, plus two and a half, losing by two, and the Bonnies. How sweet were the Bonnies winning outright, everybody and their mother on Virginia. Yeah, we identified sharp reverse line movement, three and a half down to three or two and a half, and the Bonnies win outright. Flash one of those for me, guys. Guess what? First one's on me, next one's on you. We're going to post about the books at Sharp Contrarian Plays all night. Um, and of course my parting words, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time. Of course not, but we're playing a long game. Uh, and a majority of the time over the long haul, the pros win more often than they lose. The public loses more often than they win. That's why we do what we do. Uh, but of course we're going to flat bet, uh, no parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay. Long-term guys. So have a great day. I think, I think Dickie, Dickie, do you want to say something? I just want to say, can't wait for the Sweet 16 tomorrow, guys. Get ready. I'm looking at the board right now. Can you believe that Texas Tech is only getting about 25% of bets and a minus one favorite fade at Trinity Dog? Amen, Dickie. We'll break it all down tomorrow. Uh, go Mariners over 85 and a half wins. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Hope to see you on Betting Cross America today, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll be back at it tomorrow for Thirsty Thursday. Don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck today, guys. Have a great day.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 